0: All views expressed on this program are opinion. They do not represent Satori Mortgage, NMLS, 4190, or any affiliate. Please consult with a licensed loan officer before making any home financial decisions.
1: Show. I'm your host, Steve Conklin, I'm sitting here with Jake Duroff. How's it going, Jake? Good. How are you doing, Steve? I'm doing good today. Doing good. So, we kind of uh, had a short notice, prep notice on this one, so it's going to be a little, little off the cuff.
2: Those are usually the best. Absolutely.
1: Well, we have mortgage buzz, so what do we got, Jake?
2: All right, our first article here is from CNBC, and it talks about how millennials are... Uh, having a lot in mind for, for uh, their pets when they are buying a house.
1: Yeah, and I know you're a dog owner, and I'm a dog owner as well. I, I've that's pretty. I mean, it's pretty interesting. Um, I'm definitely one of these people. Um, I <laughs> I pretty much cater everything to my my dog, mm-hmm. um, as Jake's seen my office. Um, yeah, we
2: have we have dogs in the office quite a bit. Yeah,
1: there's <laughs> dog toys scattered around. Yep. Um, you know, I find the most staggering thing is these these percentages in this article. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a full seventy three percent of millennials currently own a pet. That that's a pretty staggering.
2: Large percentage, and then you know, on top of that as well, it says that eighty nine percent of millennials who bought a home so far this year own a pet. So basically, if you're buying a home, it's almost a guarantee that they're that they own a pet practically.
1: Yeah, and uh, a very high percentage of people. Um, also would pass up on a perfect house if it didn't if you know it didn't meet the the needs of the the pet um
2: 79 and think about that in this market too how hard it is to find the right house and get it in affordability and stuff like that and 79 percent of people have that perfect house and they're just like doesn't doesn't really fit my pet's needs i'm out
1: you know and i, I think that kind of ties into kind of what we preach too it's the plan mm-hmm. you know don't don't ever rush into something just because you think you need it you know if 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 you know especially if you have a young dog or you know even a young cat or, or young pets or, or you want pets
2: mm-hmm.
1: um you know same with children like you should you shouldn't just get the one house unless you can you know there's art how somebody put you know money into our house to make it a little bit more pet friendly that's that makes sense but you shouldn't just rush into it you know yeah. if, it, if it's not you know, if it's not meant for your pet, I, I, I mean, I guess as a pet owner, I, it totally makes sense. I think my dad would call me crazy, but...
2: Yeah. Well, and too, it's very important, especially if you're purchasing a home that has some sort of homeowners association. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get a hand on those documents to find out uh, if there's any restrictions.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And my, my condo uh, association, you know, our, our first floor is kind of like, t- you know, townhouses, and we can have pets on the first floor. Mm-hmm. But on the second floor... You can't have pets, and the difference in price and rent is is pretty pretty staggering. Mm-hmm. But you know, it and I would say this article confirms it. I, a lot of people down there have have dogs. It's it's pretty incredible, especially if you're living in the middle of the city. But a lot a lot of people, everybody on the first floor, I think, has a dog, except for maybe two people.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's a high percentage. That's for sure, and it's, it's a priority. It's for a lot of people. It's like your children. Mm-hmm you yeah. do everything for them.
1: And maybe, you know, especially millennials, especially people are having children at a later age these days. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say that's probably one of the reasons. You know, another reason is you know, pets are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's our uh, next buzz topic?
2: All right. We got an article here from Bloomberg News, and it's Wells Fargo to cut over 600 mortgage employees on lower volume.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, I, you know, we always bring up Wells Fargo, and I think Wells Fargo is really just the one that, that catches headlines. Um, it's and, big
2: and it's very much has a local presence here. Yeah, they're I, out of San Francisco, but
1: uh, yeah, Minneapolis definitely has a uh, a big presence here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, but I, this is this is a general trend um, in the in the mortgage industry is that you know they they say as the interest rates rise here, which is is true. You know, the interest rates are going up. Um, you know, also too, but we still have a strong housing demand. Yeah, um, it's just you know, it's, it's the refi demand's not there as well. And a lot of these
2: big banks, they were doing a large volume off of refinances. Yeah,
1: because they can kind of work through their past database. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they they kind of have a leg up on that and they're doing tons and tons of refinances. Um, And so I I think you're going to see, even though the the segment remains healthy overall, I I think you're going to see a lot of, A lot of mortgage, you know, a lot of mortgage, big retails, um, you know, lay off people. I know Quicken Loans, for instance, they are making a big big push to lay off um, a lot of loan officers um, that, you know, are pretty much you know the ones that are just salary they're not really producing they're just you know just your average loan officer um they're they're really making the cut on that and they're going to put a lot more money into wholesale which is us mortgage brokers um you know because it's just it's cheaper for them it's just less overhead you know it, it makes sense it's you know especially when you don't know if your demand's going to be you know you don't know if you're going to be able to do the 200 loans every month or whatever two thousand three thousand nine with wells Fargo it's probably like 50 fifty thousand a month mm-hmm. you know if it dips to Thirty-five thousand. That's you know, that's a lot of overhead that they have to cover. Well, you know, if they shift models, Wells isn't in the wholesale realm, but Quicken and some of these other banks are. If they ship their their models that way, you know, they're able to you know fluctuate a little bit more with the market, so they're not you know they're not paying paying for empty space.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, you know, that's hopefully hopefully the six hundred jobs aren't are in San Francisco, not in not in Minneapolis, but you know, we do have a. A big, big mortgage presence up here, so,
2: yeah, and in the article, it looks like this is, the six hundred is between California, Florida, North Carolina, and Colorado,
1: yeah. and you know, pretty much says that they're overstaffed, which mm-hmm. that makes sense.
2: You see it all the time when ruin rates go up. Uh, these big retailers, they will generally start cutting back,
1: and also too, it's relative. You also have to think it's relative to how many people work in their mm-hmm. mortgage departments. I mean, they're probably you know, at fifteen thousand, I don't know. I don't know how many people, but I'm sure they. I'm sure they have. Oh, right here, company wide, had a workforce of two hundred sixty-four thousand. Yeah. So it, it, obviously, those aren't all mortgages, but let's say mm-hmm. fifty thousand are probably in the mortgage department because they are big. I mean, mm-hmm. six hundred cuts isn't. You know,
2: it's not. It's not a ton. Yep. Yeah. If we cut six people, it'd be uh, it'd be a big one. Yeah. <laughs> if I, if I, you know, one
1: one person would be probably a higher percentage. Definitely a higher percentage than six hundred thirty-eight. <laughs> Out of that, probably that one little department. Yep. it's probably like you know the the docu department or something like that. <laughs> All right. Well, you know the the next segment here. Um, you know, I want to kind of talk about. I've been getting a lot of lot of lot of calls and a, a lot of interest um, on something. You know, we call the Satori niche program, and you know we've touched on here before. These are for the non you know they call them non-qualified mortgages basically meaning these are alternative types of loans um, you know i i always say there there's an old school manual underwrite um, they lend on the strength of the file rather than you know uh, where you know the conventional the typical mortgages you know it's pretty much automatic you have to have certain things mm-hmm. you know you could have a million dollars in the bank and if you don't have you know, a two-year job history, they won't. Well, they might lend to you, but you know, basically, it's you know, they they it's it's more automatic type of stuff. Where you know, I call it the conveyor belt. Where these you know, the the programs that we we're starting to offer is you know, it's it's more manual underwriting, and so then we get to do you know, there's a lot more products that you know to choose from. You know, basically, the satori niche program. You know, under this is you know, we have like bank statement loans for, for people that own businesses. They, um, you know, they might write off a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the really cool thing about is, you know, that's growing. It's one of the fastest growing products in the industry is these investor cash flow loans that we're doing. Um, it's basically, you know, people that have money, especially it's really good for small businesses, owners that have, have a lot of cash and they're putting it into buying rental properties this way. Mm -hmm. And rather than qualifying off the income, um, they just qualify off the rent. Um, and like I said, it's, 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 it's really cool. And I've started to see some of these people, they've, uh, you know, some of the homes that they've done. I, I know people that were doing cabins, and we also have some clients in Florida. And they're, they're doing really well off the short-term rentals. Now they're starting to use Airbnb um, and, you know, the what's the other one? Ver- verbal or, or you
2: vacation rental yeah, but, yeah you know, I, I, i've looked at it before but yeah, yeah but
1: they're starting much. to you know use these loans and then you know they're using that type of stuff to you know rather than long-term rental to to really just pay for the property mm-hmm. i i think it's it's very smart um we also offer under this under this thing is you know itin loans which we do a lot of um you know but i'm starting to see you know that this is starting to take up you know, not only have we talked about how fast it's growing, but I mean, I, I I'm starting to see tons and tons of you know inquiries on this yep. stuff.
2: We actually had one lender that emailed us saying that, hey, we're not doing traditional loans anymore. We're doing this non qm Yeah,
1: a lot of a lot of a lot of wholesale lenders are going like that. All right, well, that was the first segment. Um, you know, thank you for listening. We'll see you after the break. And again, you can find us at SatoriMortgage.com. I'm Richard R.J. Escal, and this week on The Zero Hour, technologist Jaron Lanier says you should delete your social media accounts now. Is capitalism about to collapse? We discuss with economist Richard Wolf, also overpaid CEOs and beating big pharma with publicly owned drug companies. All this and more on The Zero Hour, every Sunday night from 9 till midnight on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota.
2: Hello, fellow AM950 listeners. This is Jaser from Nightingale at 26 Lindale. My wife and chef Carrie and I invite you to enjoy our local seasonal fare, along with thoughtfully chosen wine and beer lists, a refreshing cocktail selection, and continued dedication to outstanding service. Nightingale's freshly remodeled patio is perfect for dinner, happy hour, brunch, and late night fun. We offer our full menu every day from 4 to 1 a.m., two award-winning daily happy hours and weekend
0: brunch at 10. More at NightingaleMPLS.com. Hi, this is Ken Hagland, host of the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show, your source for elder care and caregiver solutions, inviting you to listen to our live call-in show airing on Saturdays from noon to one. Each week, we provide answers to important questions regarding elder care and caregiver issues to help you and your loved ones plan for the future and enjoy your best quality of life. Please join us this Saturday from noon to one for the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show and learn more about us at minnesotahospice.com. This is Chad, owner of AM950, here to tell you about Snap Construction. They're experts in roofing, siding, window, and insurance restoration. statement up years ago when snap construction was a pioneer in offering a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee on all their work for a free estimate or general questions call the locally owned company am950 trusts snap construction at 612-333 snap that's 612-333 snap or find them online at snapconstruction.com they have financing options available
1: the mortgage Talk show again i'm your host steve conklin i'm sitting here with jake giraffe from satori mortgage how was your break jake uh short oh well it was pleasant (laughs) all right well this uh as always we do our, our question segment so let's let's kick it off
2: all right our first question here is how do i know if i qualify for a va loan
1: we talk about this you know all the time, people people inquire quite a bit, and you know, if you go back and listen to our VA segment, or you know, if you just inquire, you know, through us, and you just kind of basically say, "Where do I start?" Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's basically we we will pull your uh, certificate of eligibility, um, and that. Pre- Pretty much, we call that the golden ticket of VA loans, and that pretty much is going to tell us, you know, if you have a funding fee, if you can qualify for how much your entitlements for, um, if you've foreclosed on something before, they'll they'll have your remaining entitlements. Um, you know, it pretty much tells it; it it's the gatekeeper. It says yes yep. or no. Part of the plan. Yep. And if we can't automatically pull that, then you know, there's a there's you know, we kind of got to go old school, um, and you know, you request it through the VA. Um, there's a couple of forms that you might have to fill out, but generally it's, it's, you know, 2018, it's very, very easy to, mm-hmm. to find out. And the easiest way is to, you know, come and ask us, um, it's free, hundred yep. percent free and we'll, uh, we'll set you up on the right track.
2: Yep. Yeah. But it goes with the plan. That's the first thing you need to know is, are you eligible? Can you do it? Absolutely. All right. Our next question here is what is the first thing I should do before I become an investor?
1: All right, so we will have some home investor stuff on the show. So you know, obviously, pay pay attention and download the podcast, five stars. Um, But you know, we as a as a mortgage person, you know, there there's a few different things that go into this. First thing I think is is you need a team. You know, I I think you should do some studying. You should read about it. But you need you need a loan officer. You need a realtor, and if you're going to manage your properties or not. Uh, Also. 90% 90% of all home investors I deal with have a contractor that they trust and they can go to. I think that's very important, um, you know, especially, you know, especially just having it. a handyman is priceless. Um, and, and it's, you know, that that's, but really, you know, that just goes into really focusing on a good team, you know, and, and you know, getting your team together. And say, okay, you know, I know I can call this person, this person, and this person. That way, when you know you start to go look at homes, um, you kind of already have your team assembled. You're not you're not scrambling for a, for a contractor, or you know, you're not scrambling for an agent or anything like that. Um, obviously, on a mortgage side, you know, it, it's it's very important to sit down with a loan officer and go through all your you know all the, basically the. A through Z on how to get set up, how to move your money around. You're going to need reserves. You know, make, put it in this account. Do this, do that. Um, you know, I'm working with somebody right now that's purchasing 16 homes, and you know, the first first home. I mean, it took it took. It's you know, it's going to take 45 days, but after that, everything's together. You know, we have a plan, and so you know now it's and now it's very very easy to go out. Less documentation, and everything. So, you know, I guess. Again, number 1, you know, call up a loan officer, yep. get 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 a good loan officer find out your lending options, you know, get your mortgage and stuff put together, but two, get a team that you trust. Yeah, um, Trust
2: is definitely the key with us. And,
1: and you know, and then and then three, everything will just fall into place.
2: Yep. And that's the thing with working with a loan officer that uh, knows programs that are available and then also knows your situation, it's going to make things much quicker going forward as well. Mhm. Absolutely. All right. Our next question here is: What is a flip loan?
1: Um, so a flip loan is, you know, this it has a couple different meanings. Um, you know, usually it, it's for people that are going to flip houses. So let's say you go and you buy a house for um, one hundred twenty thousand dollars. You're going to put forty thousand dollars into it. You're going to try to sell it for two hundred or, or whatever the margin is. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you a flip loan generally for you know six months. Um, it's basically for you to acquire that property and for you to put the work into that property. Um, now they, they have their, you know, the, they have their ups and downs. Um, the good thing about them is they're, they're fairly easy to, to get if you have the assets and stuff, you know, you're, you you can not you know, can't have any money. You need to have some, some money and, you know, you have have a little bit of skin in the game, but generally they're easier to get. Um, you know, they... They're less overall, um, you know, tedious, I, I would say, in the underwriting process and, you know, costs and stuff as a, you know, a, a traditional mortgage or, you know, some type of investor type mortgage. Um, you know, the downside is, and it goes back to what we said before, is with the team is that if you don't hit your dates on these loans, um, they're... They're, they're short-term financing. Mm-hmm. So whatever, if you don't hit your dates on the loan, then they generally become, you know, nightmares. Yeah. They're very, very expensive.
2: They can become expensive longer-term or midterm loans. They're exactly for one purpose, and that's the short-term.
1: Yep. And, I mean, that, you know, goes into, obviously, like I always say, get your team together. But more than anything, like, I, I would say if if you're looking at doing that on your first home, um. I probably wouldn't recommend it. Again, everybody's different. But, you know, if you're a seasoned investor and this is what you want to do and like I said, you, you've done one before or two before. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean they, they can like I said, they they're cheaper, there's less less regulations, there's less red flags and you know, than a conventional, but you know, you need to make sure you can hit the hit your deadline. Yep. Otherwise, like I said, they, they can come
2: preparation and planning.
1: Yeah, they can get nasty real quick.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, another question here is what is current rates and where are they going?
1: All right. So we get this every day. I threw that in there. Um, so, you know, right now mortgage rates are, they're pretty good. They're, they're stable. Um, they are up probably, let's see, probably almost a full percent in probably the past two, two or three years. So, I mean, I would say. If you're if you're really good credit, um, you know, look, you're probably going you know, to be looking in the mid fours.
2: It's still historically very, very low. Exactly,
1: and that's that's the thing that you know. I was talking to somebody else about it today, and that that's the thing that people need to keep in mind. That I mean, I every day somebody tells me, "Well, God, that rate's high," mm-hmm. and it's like, "Well, that rate's not really high. It's actually really, it's actually low." Yep. Yeah. You know, you just let me never, see your
2: credit card statement. See what the rate is on that. Yeah, so you know, you, you're you're too. just
1: you're kind of living in a uh, on a an economy that wasn't doing real well. So therefore, you know, we had <laughs> yep, you know, they, the, the, they
2: kept pushing down the rate. Yeah, rates like to like zero. zero.
1: You know, mm-hmm. and I mean, even then, rates were still you know mid threes. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I think you know historically rates are 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 awesome, and they're they're definitely you know they're definitely I I, I would say. That, I honestly think they're about perfect to where the market is. Mm. Um, I actually personally wouldn't mind seeing them going even a little bit higher. I, I think, I think, um, you know, I think 5% is good, um, you know, as long as the economy can hold on to it. Mm. Um, and that's where I see them going. Um, barring some type of big event, you never know what's going to happen. You know, they never know what's going to happen tomorrow. That's that's life. But barring some type of event, I would say that next year, I bet you will be saying they're in the fives. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're they're going to keep going up. The pi- I mean, I, I couldn't. I don't think I've ever seen them. You know, since two thousand, since I've been in the business, I don't think I've ever seen them over seven percent. Uh-huh. But you know that that's where this some of the other cash flow stuff and some of these other loans come in and they're at like 7%. And, you know, that's actually not that bad of a rate. Um, You know, like historically speaking, you know, rates have really never been this low.
2: Yeah. Last thing, 7% rate is, you know, it's a little bit higher, but what's the trade-off you have when you're looking at, okay, I can do this or I can continue to rent. Absolutely.
1: And it's also a loaded question. So, you know, the best way is to sit down with a, a licensed loan officer and to really go over everything, you mm-hmm. know, and then that, then you can get an accurate rate. Because not
2: everybody's different. Every Absolutely. rate's different. So, yep. all right. All right. Uh, how do I pay off debt with my home? All right. So, this is
1: a question we get quite a bit. Um, you know, people people want to, you know, equity's coming back in. I think we've talked about the the cat you know, uh, cash out mortgages on this. Mm -hmm. Um, and basically what you're doing is you're you're taking some of your equity to pay off, you know, some of your debt. Um, you know, whether it's you want to put improvements in, or you just want to pay off debt or, or whatever it is, basically, you know, you're redoing your loan, you're borrowing that money and, and you're lowering your monthly payment. It's, it's a great option. Um, for some people, um, it's, I wouldn't recommend it for other people. And again, it's, it's something where you sit down with, a loan officer, go through your, you know, f- go through all the steps, go through all the scenarios and, and figure out if it's, if it's right for you.
2: Yep. Yeah. We'll be able to look and see, you know, this credit card, this and that, you know, what makes sense for you.
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know, the best way to find out more is, you know, to, to find us Yep. and uh, hear the music, Jake.
2: All right. That means uh we'll be seeing you next week.
1: Yep. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And again, you can find us at com. Have a great day.
0: All views expressed on this program are opinion. They do not represent Satori Mortgage, NMLS, 4190, or any affiliate. Please consult with a licensed loan officer before making any home financial decisions.